Hey everybody, this is Dylan, a.k.a. Halberdock from 2019. This is the second episode of Farline Shadows. We've swapped out Tom for Braxton for reasons that I cannot remember since this session is probably like two years old at this point. Uh, sorry for the delay from usual. I'm experimenting with Adobe Audition. I'm not an audio video guy by trade, so I'm learning this along the way, but I'm having fun. And hopefully this doesn't sound like we recorded it with garbage microphones because that's what we were doing. So enjoy. All right. Hey, everybody. This is the second session of Firelight and Shadows. Uh, it's been a while. So everyone who's not Braxton, uh, introduce your characters. Oh, I should also mention, too, Tom is not going to be here tonight. Uh, I'm going to say his character, uh, Carl, the lizard man, shaman, crazy guy, is he, said he took some pretty bad injuries last session. So I'm just going to say he's spending this one kind of recovering. All right, Kevin, who's your dude? All right. Uh, hey, everyone, I am Kevin, and I am playing Nobuzo Kuninagi, who is a spider, uh, a mastermind sort of character in the Shadows, Oblivion Shadows system, uh, really focusing on making plots and uh, screaming in a high-pitched voice when he gets into fights, because uh, he's, yeah, he's just like a... He's a professor who got laid off and now is forced to do smuggling and like a Breaking Bad situation. What happened to him last session? Nothing bad. Nothing bad happened to him Nothing last bad, okay? Yeah. I'm not going through a message yeah. divorce. Okay. Definitely, not, definitely, <laughs> definitely not a message divorce. Also, also his, uh, his uh, street name is Abacus. In case his uh, other name's too hard to swallow. All right, uh, Matto, since we're just going down visual order. Okay, so, uh, hi, my name is Matt. Uh, I'm playing Lim Savoy, whose alias is Crust. Uh, so, Crust is a, uh, he was a laborer uh, at the Dock Workers Association, uh, and he was kind of screwed over by them. And so, as a part uh, of his uh, recompense for that, he uh, inadvertently stole one of their uh, boats, one of their tugboats. And so that became the beginning of his uh, his career as a smuggler. And so uh, he is a leech, so he's pretty focused on uh, tinkering and building things or blowing things up with wreck. So last session, uh, I took some pretty big hits because I was playing pretty ballsy. But uh, I got shot in the shoulder, and I also got dagger uh, cut. So um, yeah, it's been it's been a rough life for for Cross lately. Yep. Also, when I'm thinking about injuries and stuff, I looked a bit into the rules a bit more. The injuries you guys have taken are still still injuries, and then recovering does sort of work like a regular clock where you kind of build up on your downtime. And what you can do is. Uh, when you use the recovery uh, action during your downtime, you can also spin the coin to improve the result to make it easier. And we can, we'll can we talk about you guys getting a doctor later. Another thing, the big thing I screwed up last session is how uh, stress recovery and stress uh, taking during uh, uh, harm negation works. Uh, when you try to block a harm effect, like when you get stabbed with... Uh, it's not just taking two flat stress. It's actually you take six stress minus the result of your die roll. So it can be a, it's a lot swingier. But on the flip side, uh, stress works like that in reverse. You just roll d six. You roll your uh, lowest stat 
uh, defensive stat, you take the highest result and then you just gain that much stress. Or you remove that much stress from the character. So, Matt, you wouldn't have been totally as screwed on stress as I was originally thinking. So for this session, I'm just going to go ahead as a freebie, wipe away everyone's stress. Oh, baby. Okay. And then, and then, I'm so chill. And then from now on, uh, go for that. Another thing I want to think about from last session, if you guys are ever put into, you know, if you ever do a desperate uh, difficulty move, uh, you get experience when you do that. So we'll have to, we'll have to make sure to keep that in mind. Uh, other than that, uh, I think we more or less did the rules right. On the, since I so rudely interrupted Travis. So I'm playing a character named Morris Otgood. Uh, goes by the name of M.O. Uh, he used to work as a part of the special forces here in Dragonhold until he, you know, got old and went through retirement. So that was fun. So he was actually working as security for the ship that Crust stole, but he was asleep at the time in the crow's nest. So he basically woke up a part of a smuggler crew and he's like, well, I don't fucking care. Might as well. So that is how Mo got roped into the party. He's a hound uh, for those that are interested, which is basically in this case, a sniper. Uh, so a little bit of a kind of recap of what happened last session, uh, just because I want to start making recaps a bit more regular. Uh, the party was sent out by a member of the totally not death cult called the Brotherhood to retrieve a weapon that was being developed for them. The weapon turned out to be a demonic, like mechanized claw uh, that the Brotherhood was planning to fe- like eventually forge together in a giant suit of armor for their uh, war god Grittix. So he could roam the earth again and start the final war where mercenaries and fighting men would become kings of an age of nothing but a never-ending violence. So the party totally did not help that death cult, nope. Uh, so after that, you guys are currently still in Dragonport at this at the time of this. Uh, what's happening now is that I assume that you guys are going to barge back to your old keep. Our old kind of location in the docks. If you want to do anything else while you're in uh, Dragonport as well, it is sort of like a beachside sort of place. Uh, I know one thing you guys wanted to do was try to find a doctor. And it seems like the best way to get a hold of a doctor without spending significant cash monies would be to... um, Whenever you complete a score, you get one temporary asset, and that can include an expert. An expert basically is a guy who has your crew's tier level plus one uh, amount of dice for doing things. Uh, but he's free, effectively. So so he would basically give you one die for a healing roll, and then you can put that towards probably cross the session just because Tom's out here. Sounds good. So if you guys kind of go out searching for a doctor, who, would, who do you think part, who uh, of the group would be the one to actually go out and do that? Having it probably your character, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. He's the one that does the talking. I mean, maybe I would go with. Basically, I imagine Kevin's character is Rock from Gurren Lagann. So yeah, he's the one doing the talking. <laughs> I'm not as well. Um, I thought I thought it was Leroy from Gurren Lagann. Or or not feeling like I'm <laughs> the wrong character. Rock. Oh wait, no. That, yeah, the main business character. Yeah, yeah is that the main business character. Japanese businessman. Yeah, that's it. I was thinking someone else. Okay, uh, yeah, so... Matt, uh, is Lem gonna come with me? Yeah, yeah, I can go with. Yeah. Wounded belly? Alright, cool. Let's go. 
So what Dylan might have to roll to like find his doctor. You're not gonna have to roll anything. This is this is just more to sort of set up a story for this. Since since you okay. it's an asset you guys get with like no real complications. So as you guys are kind of cruising through the markets, player, so you guys are keep coming, you either only find like little tiny like people who can do like basic, like basically just like oh, rub a salve on it in my work or like all the sort of big like churches that have like access to clerics and legit, like legit divine magic. You guys just kind of stroll up and they're like, no, get out. <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, but then while you guys are kind of like walking back to your ship because they're dejected by your ship there are two men uh, one of them uh, looks like this and by this I mean an exhausted looking man wearing long Middle Eastern style robes and he is uh, sewing sutures into the other man who just looks like a dock worker who had like a really big just like gash in his right arm the other man just keeps, like, mumbling in the language you can't understand. Uh, but then, like, the, the guy who's sewing the stitches is like, just, just be calm. It'll be over soon. It'll be over soon. Just just, just calm down. Now we're like... Uh, I think he's killing him. He starts kind of, like, humming a tune which Abacus... Uh, would recognize a sort of just like a uh, hymn to Peros. He's just kind of like humming it as he's just slowly suturing this guy's arm. Slowly torturing him? Yes, torturing him. No, so he, he sews up the guy's arm, uh, pulls out like a little pouch and kind of like rubs some sort of just like crushed up herb paste on it, bandages it up, and then just kind of uh, lets the guy on did his just, way. Did you just poison him? Was that a lollipop? And the other guy, the other guy just kind of bows. Imagine the other guy's like huge, bald with a thick mustache, and the other guy's like, rah, 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 rah. And so I guess my well, my friend, be, be on your way. The the the, uh, the doc guy kind of just goes off and does his job, and then the uh, man who just did the suture sort of sits down and rests. All right. Uh, well, he seems like some sort of medicine man, so let us approach him. I don't trust him. Approach with caution. It's fair. Is it? Uh, I mean, we don't know who he is. For all we know, he is a... Uh, he's an agent of the government who's at the city watch. We're getting big. I'm starting to get pretty... Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty you've, you've, had, you've had one score. <laughs> we got 3,000 gold, dude. Dude, everyone's out to steal our money. After your, yeah. after your lucky charms? Yeah. Oh, we're so, getting pretty big, like... So, so I don't think you guys are stealthing, or at least Atticus is not. So the man just kind of eventually sort of like dusts like the kind of like bits of herbs he got on his uh, cloak off, stands up and uh, greets you. It's like, hello there. Uh, you, you seem to be lost. Are you a traveler? Hello, assassin. Uh, what? <laughs> I saw what you did to that man. I healed his wound. He cut himself on the rigging. You ground deadly nightshade in his wood. It's just a simple. Did you not? It's just a simple ointment to ease the pain. Can I help? Can I help you? Can I help you, uh, short man? You're dead. Well, you call yourself a doctor? No, I don't call myself a doctor. I'm just, just a simple wandering holy man. Oh, a former, uh, I guess. It's hard to say what my state is these days. Doctor. Well, what is a what is a former cleric Pharos doing here on the docks, healing random dock worker? I'm just healing. 
I'm doing what my life's purpose was doing before uh, uh, stuff got in the way. Uh, I can understand that. Perhaps a, a man of your abilities would appreciate some patronage. Uh, what are you offering, Miss Danger? Well, we can, uh, <laughs> we can... We can employ you if uh, you would provide some healing aid to our workers. It's like, well, I'm, a, I'm afraid I cannot accept your payment, but if there's people in need, I will gladly help them. All right, even better. Contract sealed. Tinctured <laughs> servitude gained. He, oh. he, he sticks out his head for a shake and introduces himself as Ezekiel. I right. brand him as our slave. <laughs> oh, no. That also implies you keep a hot brand at all times. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Canal Express. The logistics of that. So yeah, so so like when he gets close, he sort of ins- like inspects the because imagine you're still wearing your pulling off across. He's like, what happened to your arm? Because there's just like a big chunk blowing out of the, the costume, and like the you, you've you've sort of terrible whaling accident. Yeah, you've uh, you've you've patched your arm up, but since you kind of just used like weird alchemical stuff, it's more like you sort of just put like gum over the wound. Like it's it's loaded with enough drugs, you don't feel the pain right now, but it's it's not healing. It's like, Listen, if I ever trust you enough to let you touch me, I'll let you know. Didn't you bring me on your ship specifically for me to touch you? Uh, no, that was his choice. What am I doing? Right, um, <laughs> Wait, you're not healing? You're not just letting the arm heal its own lab. He's like, I assure you, I don't mean you any harm. I'm just a simple wandering holy man. Listen, you have to earn my trust. You can't just walk on this boat and think you that you have to walk on this boat and try to kill me. <laughs> so you gotta earn my trust. He like looks at yeah, Atticus and he's like, he, he looks at Atticus. He's like, you you invited me. I don't I understand. I know he's a very I, typical. Boss. I know I'm not native from here, so maybe there's a language gap I'm missing. No, no, it's not a racial thing. It's not a racial thing. It is racial. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's very suspicious of people, you understand? Typically, I, I see. This type of people. Ferocious? <laughs> is he a ferocious? He's a, he's a ferocious. I'm not there. Why should he okay. So he's like, well, alright, where do you need my services, I guess? We have a very large lizard man who is injured. Oh, okay. I've, I've never done that before, but I will tend to his wounds. So he's gonna <laughs> open up the door to show like a wrecked heap that is uh, Carl. He immediately gets on his hands and knees and starts praying like, "Oh, what have I got myself Because <laughs> it's just and you sign it's just like old, like broken perfume bottles, blood. There is you guys did not throw out the corpse of the dead warden. It's still there. <laughs> no, did we? Did no, like, no, that's not true. I'm pretty sure you would have eaten, uh, Carl have eaten it by now. But there's yeah, still Carl blood. ate it and like kept the skull. There's still the skull and the blood and then... So evidence has been removed. It's like, once again, Paris, you test my faith. First you take my magic from me and now this. Oh, God. <laughs> I love this guy. Alright, so he's going to heal. He'll start on the lizard man and then if, uh... If Crust will let him touch him, he'll okay. he'll help you too. Okay. You big boy. Right, is he gonna, are you gonna let him? Let the doctor touch you. Alright, he's going to. You might have to do some minimal sedation, some like to 
to make sure I don't get too nervous because maximum sedation. Okay, uh, <laughs> maximum sedation. It's okay. Uh, Mo will hold your hand while he. <laughs> Do I roll a d6? Is that what happens? Uh, I I would roll for that. Oh, okay. Four. So I believe okay. that's that's a good result. So you heal two segments of a healing clock. So what happens is that when you you guys float back in on your ship, which I believe is called like the something pixie, prancing pixie. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I I have it written down as prancing pixie. It's uh yeah, or the espresso. Or the espresso. So you guys kind of like float your barge back in the dragon hold. Uh, there's no real commotion of getting back in. You show papers, they go over your stuff. Uh, at some point during the trip, you guys put uh, the shrimp vendor and sassafras to uh, ship cleaning duty to like scrub the blood. The shrimp vendor is all kinds of sad. He, he had a, he had a good life before <laughs> for this. Yeah, well, yeah, well let's get the Yep. Uh, so you guys kind of cruise back into your uh, dock. But when you kind of go in, you notice that there's been a lot of changes. Like, normally the dock, the section of the dock you're in is pretty peaceful because it's the one area that the uh, dock workers union doesn't especially patrol very well. Though they still, they still technically own the dock you have parked up in. But it looks like people are starting to put up, like, like food stalls and, like, carnival rides and like there's a lot of people setting up stages are these idiots trouncing on our turf what is this and then meanwhile on on the on the edge of a pier there is a goblin <laughs> with this with a sign that says uh like waiting for Canal Express, spell however correctly as you want to. You keep driving. It. It's a cop. Keep driving. Fire the cannons. <laughs> so, so basically, all right, anyway. all right, scooch the mooch. Here's why you're there. Or I guess, okay, why? Why is this, uh, describe what you look like, and then kind of let me know or let everyone know why you hate the Dock Workers Union or why they hate you. You know. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. So, uh, scooch, scooch the mooch. Yeah. I'm a scooch, uh, Waluigi Mario. <laughs> Accents are coming full force. A <laughs> uh, professional, uh, a professional talks man. You know, I work for the I work for the politicians. I help run some campaigns. And uh, scooch looks like a. Uh, he looks like he looks like uh, a fancy dressed up goblin. He looks like that. <laughs> exactly, with like a top hat, big smile, big nose. Hey, you and you and Crystal get along. You're, you're both disgusting people wearing fancy clothes. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's got a cane. <laughs> um, and why why he hates the Dockers Union? Um, or, or, or why they hate him? You could still technically like the Dockers. Yeah, actually, it'll be why they hate him because he doesn't necessarily hate anybody. <laughs> for the for the for the right price, he can love everyone. <laughs> um, they hate him because he was uh, he was running he was running some uh, some uh, councilman's uh, campaign, and he he effectively got that guy on board uh, by running a uh, a anti uh, dock workers union slogan. <laughs> Cut fun city. <laughs> 
And, uh, Nothing personal, just politics. Yeah, just politics. And so that's, yeah, he was running that guy's. And so they don't really like him because he got him on board and they started some policies against him and whatever. Okay. So, so imagine, I imagine at this point, like, maybe at some point your character had wealth. At this point, like, the dock workers union has just started sending men just to, like, break your shit. Like, you start, you came back to your house and, like, everything was wrecked. Uh, all, all your books are torn up. All your fancy bosses are shattered. My bosses. Including the, the you had the you had the uh, the ceremonial oh, spaghetti from. Oh, that was especially right. You had the uh, the urns with your various dead relatives. I imagine goblin urns. You can, they're more they're more like little Faberge eggs because there's not as much ash, so you can just line up the whole collection on the uh, fireplace. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looks like my guy like, traces himself back to screen. <laughs> so it looks like someone just took a hammer and just individually clonked each one whack-a-mole style, <laughs> and then and then just like slapped in like red paint. There's just don't fuck with the dock workers. <laughs> you, 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 so you, now you, I've come to find people that are not, fucking yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah you've, you've 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 went to the police, but they a they don't care because you're annoying, and b because they're semi in the dock workers union's pocket, at least in this section of the city. Yeah. So what's in the dock workers union ad, man? The shit you say. <laughs> so what's happened is that at some point you were kind of just like walking through the streets, sad and dejected. The only stuff you have that wasn't beaten up by the dock workers union is your your second favorite hat, your favorite tie, and then your least favorite suit. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was an odd cleaning day. Your laundry didn't line up right. Uh, but at some point, a drow lady came up to you uh, and gave you a. She gave you she she gave you a couple things. She uh, you never caught her name because she did it really quick. But she told you that if you're uh, if you hate the doctor because you need to go to this pier and wait. And also, uh, she gave you a newspaper. <laughs> I an STD. And then she ran off. Oh, and the newspaper is what I turned my sign into? Yeah, you, t- you, you, you just read on the back of the, the newspaper. <laughs> do, we, uh, do we know a drow lady? I don't think so. Yeah, we do. We knew a, didn't we know a drow lady from uh, Matt, or is that not a drow? Tom Tom had a vampire contact. He's a vampire contact. My contacts are the Psychonaut. Uh for a bit of a refresher out of the crew the only one that has actually really messed with the drow lady in any capacity recently is actually crust you remember when you and Carl were breaking up into the roof in the slums yeah you found there's a drow lady like watching from a balcony and wave oh I don't think you specifically or maybe you did specifically mention she was drow but I do remember seeing a, a lady yeah okay I remember that too Cool. So we don't know her, but I saw her once. And then the warden showed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then everything just went to show. So, uh, so yeah, you guys come into uh, UC uh, Scooch. Or the show, yeah. So you go Scooch or Mooch, which is the default I should uh, go to. Uh, I, I, I guess, uh, I guess the, Scooch. the Mooch. Yeah, I guess the Mooch, though, because that's your... I usually go by the code names. So the Mooch. Yeah, the Mooch is the Actually, no, I'll just scooch now because you don't remember the gang yet. You haven't earned the yeah. name. So you see a barge kind of roll into uh, the dock sort of it, – it doesn't look like a barge. It kind of looks like a mobile trash heap. 
Uh, so what it do, it kind of just slinks in. No one really pays it any mind, and then it just kind of parks itself up to the side of the dock, and then just like part just kind of slams up. Yeah, and then it it, it basically just looks like a derelict old ship, and no one gives a fuck about. It. Uh, are you that? You guys that? Uh, I, I don't really know how to spell. Like I, no. I got a, I got a guy. No, the no, no express. No. We don't we don't serve your kind here. No. <laughs> S- Sassafras cries that. tiny baby tears. Do you not racist just suspicious? I mean, we don't hate the dock workers, but we don't exactly like them either. I, I mean, hate them. trust like, me. Like I used to work for them, but now I like don't. It's really awkward, like Do going you? to bars and stuff. They fucked up my house. I ran a campaign on them. I may have pissed them the fuck off. <laughs> You're welcome. Get on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough for me too. Ezekiel, just while this is happening, he's just like slowly just sneaking in stitches and crust arm, and then he's just looking horrified at those conversations. <laughs> just like, well, oh no. Ezekiel, if you knew how horrible the DWA was, the Dark Workers Union was, you you would hate them too. DWA, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not even Paros himself could forgive them for their sins. But well, Paros, Paros, Paros forgets everyone. Paros, you know, you'd think that rule was universal, but it's not. I heard the lizard gets, and they like, uh, you know, kill uh, lizard babies. Yeah, babies. They breakfast. murder babies. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of stuff I ran in my pain. See, and then what, what evidence did you have of that? Just out of curiosity, you know? Yeah, who is evidence, you dude? Yeah, but it's all it. exactly what people believe. And what I believe, and I believe it. Oh, the you're board. one of those people. You believe your shit so much that, you know, it comes back as convincing. Fuck. It's a feedback with the bullshit. I know when anyone lies, including myself, so I never lie. He lied. <laughs> so, I'm a truth telling man. I, I'm a straight talker. Alright, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to hire you as a consultant. Uh, you may continue your current activities ruining the Dark Workers Union because uh, they yeah, are that campaign's over so, I mean, upon, they are blight upon the city and they must be removed so I guess uh, I'll be running that campaign through you guys because uh, right now they destroyed my house so like no one's going to come visit me the rich don't visit people that don't got no house oh, that's true mm-hmm. you see, I gotta get house they ruined this man, this simple man who was just liable against them, and they ruined him. <laughs> he was just committing slander, you know. And then they, they don't forgive. Inside, they don't forgive. Whatever. They don't forgive like Paros instructs them to. Is it like, I'm, I'm just going to continue to. I'm just going to continue to stitch up your arm and uh, slowly pray away the mistake I have gotten myself into. <laughs> <laughs> But of course, uh, Scooch, uh, you understand that we are going to hire you on a preliminary basis. Therefore, you will be working pro bono until future circumstances arise. Oh, we see. About that. Pro bono, but I take it. I mean, uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> well, 50% zero is nothing, so I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Listen, you're working on commission. Alright, that, yeah, go, yeah. Commission, yeah. Right, pull up my work, speak for itself. Okay, well, so, I don't want to hear about uh, anything you're doing, just make it happen. What's the job you guys are doing? 
Well, right now we're trying to destroy this organization. We're gonna yeah. hire some thugs. We're gonna hire some real hard guys. Yeah. How, how much? How much money of assets do you guys got? Like that we can. We have lots of assets. That's yeah, none of your so business. We have all of the yeah. gold. I believe that's gold. I believe. Oh my god, Kevin, I knew it. I'm like, is he really doing this right now? He's really doing this. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Let me worry about the money, and we'll let you worry about ruining people's reputation. Let let me worry about the money. Here's the thing, guys. Okay. Scooch's trait is he always knows when someone's lying to him. Yes, if if you're lying. We're definitely lying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even trying to, like, hide it. Like, I'm saying one thing, but meeting another. Scooch, you, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're kind of a politician kind of character. You probably know a lot about CD enforcer kind of characters, you know, people who do, like, paneling and, uh, you know, leg breaking, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely got some guys like that. Okay, well, we have, we have gold. You know, I put together, uh, some basis for hiring, uh, some handymen to help us fix this dock worker's what do you what do you think about spreading STDs to the dock workers? I don't trust well, you. I like that will definitely play. that will definitely be very helpful in like fifteen years when he die from syphilis. But this is a more immediate solution we're looking for. Yes, but you have to consider the holistic. If we catch it, if we catch it on like camera. Oh wait, there's probably not camera. If we catch it on like. I know well, one way like, we can make this. Smear ad with their leader having sex with like a horde, like a set of prostitutes. Then why would you? We don't want to undermine them. We want to ruin them financially. Here's the baby steps, and also their health through stids. Uh, so also physically. Oh yeah, okay. For you said you said stids and not sids. I was like, oh, that's gonna get real dark. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, two things I can interject to this. Uh, one, Mo, while this is going on, your your eagle eyes of uh, kind of keeping track of things around you, you actually kind of start reading the paper that uh, Scooch has in his hand, and uh, most of it seems to be just kind of it's like a it's, a, it's the paper is called the Talon. It's like a smaller local sort of paper. Uh, there is the the top headline seems to catch your eye. Uh, it mentions a scuffle between the city guards and the copperheads reaching a violent crescendo uh, in the streets of the slums. Yada, 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 yada. A small group of, a small group of strangers were seen leaving the scene with a strange object. Uh, we were unable to identify the uh, identities of the men involved or their affiliations. Hey guys, we made the news! No, well, well, oh, this is you guys? I read this paper. Oh yeah, this is I, I read this paper. You yeah, can read. Just deny. Just deny. Please deny. We just need to deny. Yep. Yeah. No, you don't even say the thing. Just deny. It wasn't you. They, deny they, what? they could not identify. It was not you. You didn't do it. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. I like this guy. Are you a lawyer too? <laughs> I work with I work with people who wall and I picked up some tips. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> Alright, and then the other thing to interject to is Scooch. You're kind of privy to some information the party doesn't have because they've been gone for a while. Uh, what you guys have seen, are seeing on the docks right now is them actually setting up for a big sort of block party event. Uh, their oldest member, a man who kind of goes by the name uh, Old Man Murray, 
he is set to retire, and as soon as a going away thing, the Dark Lord Pigeon is actually going to throw him a big party where some of the profits from the tickets and the uh, stalls and food are actually going to go to his sort of like retirement fund. But they're also hosting it on your turf right now, which is technically not your turf. You guys literally just have the barge in. That's going to be our turf. Yeah, it's a, so it's a, it's a good thing so we can sell our products in bulk. The first thing we're going to do here is collect money from all of the vendors on our turf right now. Franchising. I like. I it. was thinking exactly the same thing. We should yeah. we should reach out and get some uh, enforcement you know, protection money, right? Yeah. No, they're yeah. donations. Taxes. Donations. Yes, some donations. Yeah. I like donations to uh, the burgeoning. You know, it's angel investment. Is what it is. Angel investment. All right. Who's your big? Who's your big bag? Who can I? Who can I talk to? Who do you guys got that? Big punch guy. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, that was that'd be Mo or Carl. Probably Carl is right now on a spiritual jump drug journey right now. He is. Well, that uh, guy's out. I'm not, I'm not talking to him. All right. So Mo. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. All right. I've got it. All right. So here's the plan. We're gonna we're gonna talk to the vendor. Now we gotta we gotta start. We gotta start small. We gotta get the we gotta get the small guys on our side. You trick a couple of the small ones, then you'd be like, look, all these other dudes doing it. You gotta do it too. Well, Mo here. Mo here. He was a war veteran. He took out uh, 13 Draxylvanians. Well, I actually was in special operations. I, I'm just working on my lines. <laughs> <laughs> you have to confirm? <laughs> don't, bring, don't bring that truth shit into this. <laughs> yes, I was in special operations. I still have the badge and the documentation. I mean, I'm just, just saying. Yeah, but I ain't, I ain't even talking like regular Draxylvanians. I'm talking like you shot him off a dragon. Great. You're a war hero. They should be you know paying what? you. I'm just going to let this ride out and see what happens. <laughs> By the way, would you like to join a death cult? I, I don't really do a whole lot of killing myself. My hands are kind of frail. None of us are joining the Dark Workers Association or Union. Okay? <laughs> Your death, this death cult is going down. We're the savior of these people. Wait, he's in the Dark Workers Association? Or Union? Uh, yes. That must be the only death cult I know of. Man, you have not been paying attention. You have not been paying attention. Alright, so we're gonna... I'm just playing. Okay, so we're gonna approach these guys and try to get some vendor some money? Is that what we're gonna try to get yeah. some money from? That be what we are doing. That appears to be what we are doing at this point. Should I come along? Or should I just leave? I'll let you take care of it, honestly. I need... I. Mo just really want to be associated Mo, with like. Mo, you just stay in the. I need to stay into the in the crow's nest. Up there, there. I, it looks convincing when they can't see your face. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna have like. I don't even remember what Mo looked like again. Uh, what was his physical traits? Give me a second. Like a dwarf. Mo. Mo looks no. like it. We have a lot of people in the party who are like weird pseudo dwarfs, where they're human but they're just built like dwarfs. Yeah, Mo was just a human. I never gave any oh, wait, really? Just an oh, average. Ah, no, no, no one in the party chose to actually be a dwarf. Oh, you know why? Because uh, the Brotherhood guy is a yeah. dwarf. So I thought that's right. The Brotherhood guy was a dwarf. No, Mo's just an old-fashioned. Yeah. like I hate that guy. We just have we just have a party of manlets. <laughs> so you just look like a dude, right? Yeah, a dude who's clearly seen some fights. He's got scars okay. on him. I just need you to 
to bulk out your shoulders while you're up there. You know, maybe give a little, you know, just like, I was just gonna like once around. I was just going to have my sniper rifle out and just be, you know, perfect. But. <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, what's your ear? What's your name? Crust? Crust? Yeah, come on, let's go. Okay. Uh, are you sure you don't want to join Mr. Uh, Professor Dude with the glasses? Um, I mean, everyone else is joining in, man. You're the only one not helping out, you know? <laughs> okay, alright, I'll. <laughs> yeah, time to contribute. Alright, so the these guys. I really kind of want to download it. I want to try to find. I want to try to find. Uh, well, you just stand behind me, make it, you know, look, look big or something. Alright, so, uh, so you guys are going uh, as a as a unit into the dock near your uh, wreck barge. Alright, and I want to find some pretty susceptible, like, vendors, like, some dudes that look like they don't already have protection. Alright, give me give me a survey roll then. This is just going to be a risky, so just trying normal difficulty. Oh crap, I don't have survey. I have study. Guys, find, find me a vulnerable survey. <laughs> survey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to find us a booth. Abbott, find us a booth. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, have a, I don't have a survey, so I can just roll it. Okay. Well, I got a five. You got a five. Alright, so, so basically, uh, you guys are able to find a... You find a couple of booths up on the edge, and it looks like they're just starting to unload their stuff. Uh, while you while you're while you're kind of canvassing around, though, it's it's becoming very apparent what you're doing, and some of the uh, dock workers are starting to take notice. But you go up to this booth, and it's just like a uh, old man and woman. It's like, it's like a little kebab stand. They're they're, oh, no. they're making kebabs. They're like, hello, yeah. can I can I help you guys? Ah, my name. How's it going, guys? I represent a, a firm here. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir, I'm but uh, my uh, my booth is not set up yet. You can come uh, in the two ah. days when the festival starts and get fresh kebabs. You know where you're currently yeah. at. I'm at the booth. Are, are you aware of your time and place? Press. Press. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll do the time. Let me tell. The old, Man, the, old, the old lady Man, looks sir. at uh, right Crust and Crust looks at husband. Like he looks like he's already had plenty of kebabs. I should let him know. Uh, hey guys, uh, uh, my name's Stooch. Oh, nice to meet both. He sticks his hand out like up. He's like, I'm nice to meet both of you. They shake down. They're 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 both very uh, portly and old. They look like many a kebab was consumed. Ah, you guys, you guys look like uh, voters for. Uh, uh, Lannister McBackface. Who? Ah, oh, nothing. I, I just uh, did my demographic. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, you know, I, I work for an organization. Uh, you know, uh, we got we got some nice guys. We heard you know, there's some there's some as you saw in the paper. There's some rockets going about around. Town. Oh, I see what you want. You want catering, yes? No, 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 no. Oh. We want to help. Oh, part timers, good. We're probably going to have a lot to sail, so. Uh, you not understand. I'm not. You see, no. that guy? see that guy over there? The, the, he's a the, the, you, mean the, you mean the tall, sad one? And he points at Abigus. <laughs> he's a one with the gun. The one with the gun. Up there? I, can't, I can't see. Well, he's up there. Well, he has 60 cal trained on your forehead right now. 
Okay, will you be quiet? He's got no gun on your forehead, ma'am and sir. He's here to protect you. Save you. Is that laser? Like, There's a laser the, beam. The old lady's like, please, we don't want any trouble. Oh, yeah. trouble. My accents are all over. Abigail, you get this guy out of here. Uh, we, should, uh, we should go ahead and scooch to this. This is going to be great. Go on. Crush, you're ruining my, uh, you're ruining my mojo. All right, hey, look, we're here to help you, all right, for a mere, a mere 10%. A mere 10%. 10%. We keep you safe. He, a war hero, will keep you safe. But, the, uh, but the, uh, the dog workers are already providing protection yeah. with the... Uh, Honey, what what are those the men who are going Terrorists? to be who are going to be aiding the uh, guard duty? Are you talking about the terrorist association? No, no, they're called the oh the Gill Boys. Oh yes, the Gill Boys. They're uh, yeah, they're, they're terrorists. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're associating with known terrorists. They are terrorists. It is actually a true fact that the Workers Union is yeah. terrorists. I'm gonna need a sway roll from this. <laughs> I got it. Damn. Totally worth it. Alright. So, at this point, the, the old lady kind of like looks over at uh, one of the dock workers like, Help! These men are hassling us! I run. <laughs> <laughs> Back to ship. At that point, so so you're Emerald, you're, your gun. So you're you're run, okay. So Abacus, you're running, and while you're running, you see a there is there is a man you see that you recognize, Abacus, and uh, he sort of recognizes you. You guys make eye contact briefly. This guy is a professor. You recall at. Uh, You've met him before in a couple of conferences. He works at Edgewood as a professor about history who specifically, he sort of specializes in, uh, like, Nomarian history. Okay. And so, isn't like... That, isn't that where your daughter goes? Well, I want her to go Sunday. to Edgewood. Oh, I was going to say. So he, he, sees, he, he sees you running like a fool with a Danny DeVito-esque man, a goblin in a hat. Just running into a giant pile of floating garbage, and he goes back. <laughs> Are we all running? I thought it was just me. Is it just you? All right, you're doing I that. I was the one just ran. Right, right, you yeah. do. Okay, you do that, and then he just kind of like looks as like looks at you, and he shakes his head, and goes back to sort of just uh, talking to some of the other people. Meanwhile, so <laughs> team fancy hats, <laughs> three stress days. I'm going to, I'm marking something secret down in my brain about that. Uh, so at this point, uh, two like dock uh, guys come over and they're like, does there just seem to be a problem? I think you just misunderstand what you're saying. We're leaving right now, so we're taking, we're going. Come on, Chris, let's get across. Let's go. Yeah, I thought so. What's your name? Douglas. This is Dougie. <laughs> Douglas and Dougie. Brothers. Are you guys looking for work? Work for the Dark Workers Union. We already got nah, jobs. Nah, I mean, come on, they don't pay you well. They don't about, treat you right. I know they don't. How about you punks get out of here before I beat you? Let me ask you, do they treat you right? Come on, they don't treat you right. Yeah, they pay for my tax. And he pulls up the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like an, op- it's, it's a, it's an octopus with a skull like on each tip. And like the skulls look like they're fighting each other. That's basically <laughs> tat. Pretty cool tattoo you got. Yeah. I like it. 
Say, if you two are looking for jobs, why don't you just join the job workers? Okay. How can I do that? Oh, yo, yo, come, come this way. We're looking for, uh, looking for some extra hands. We're throwing a big uh, party for our friend uh, Mori. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'll bring you over here. We can have you lift some heavy shit. You seem pretty strong. You know, you're kind of yes, small. Yeah, very strong. Yeah. So we'll get you set up with that and get you a couple of uh, cup of silver. Then maybe you can play some carnival games later with us and we can drink. Hey, uh, if I'm going to be lifting weights, I need to get my weightlifting belt, though. I don't want to hurt my back. Yeah, sure, whatever. All right, you see, you see that red booth over there with the really big guy behind it? Uh-huh. Go there and then he'll set you up. Okay, right. Meanwhile, stop stop harassing the old ladies, and then like Doug, and Dougie's like, the yeah. old lady was harassing us. Yeah, is that your boss? He's the recruiter. You always get a bunch of people doing these big meetings because uh, people are always looking for jobs. Times tough out there, you know. And then Dougie's like, yeah. Dougie don't say a lot. He got a brain condition, but I still love him. It's Dougie, your hype man. <laughs> Doug is my brother. I mean, my, my dad's a different, but, uh, and he got dropped a bit, but he's still my brother. Yeah. He's big, he's big and strong. But he definitely does have a brain condition because I don't want to be two people. Nope. <laughs> like, let's go get your weightlifting belt. Let's go get your weightlifting belt. Okay. Well, you, guys, you guys also head back to the boat, then, I Yeah. I don't yeah. feel like getting, Scarce doesn't feel like getting doctored. His teeth knocked out today. All right. So also, crust. While you're while you're walking back to the boat, you do see a familiar face in the crowd. You see a lady who looks like this. this. She's dressed a bit nicer now, and she's uh, eating snow cone. And she waves at you as you run. I flip her off. She goes back eating snow cone. So, yeah, right. no, do I recognize her? Uh, yeah, that's the lady who, uh, introduced you. I, I wave her. I wave at her. He waves back. <laughs> flip, uh, I flip a scooch off, too. Dual-wielding. fingers. That's just a bitch. Okay. Who is that bitch? The lady that sent me to you. What's her name? Did I ever get her name? No. Spocky Final. You kidding me? <laughs> I call her. Uh, go, go back to uh, go back to Mo and have him shoot the old lady. No, I'm not shooting you. <laughs> you heard what I said, right? Do you think Mo will say no? I think Mo will say yes. <laughs> it was very clear that she's associated with terrorists. That's not acceptable. <laughs> all of these people not on our territory. I know. Like they're all going to die unless they, uh, unless they desert the territory. You're, not, you're, you're, you're way out of control, bro. we got to get back to the ship. we got to talk to the doctor about you or something. you got to go to a psych ward or something, man. You sound like <laughs> you know, have no idea what these people are capable of. You're right. Well, we're going to take them down the right way, all right? Through lies, slander, and, you know... Actually hurting them, not innocent civilians. Yeah, there you go. Your three S's: slice, slander, and subterfuge. Points of reason, thank God. Four K, no low dose. 
I'm Maria. Because I'm a man of the people, all right? I'm here for the people of uh, Dragon Hole. Yeah, I don't want them to to save him from themselves. Yeah, I'm going to kill him. That's not how you save him. You know what? You're not going to tell Mo to do it. I'll go and find Mo and tell him. I'm just going to tell Mo, put the gun, just like as we're walking onto the boat, I'm like, put the gun down. Just put it just on the ground. Just don't listen to anything Crust has to say. He's lost his mind. I don't know how you're working with this man. He's absolutely crazy. I'm not taking him on any talking missions no more. He ain't coming. Okay, Mo. We have, some, crazy. we have some military intelligence for you, Mo. What's that? Their boss guy sitting at that desk over there. He's recruiting. He's recruiting. Oh, shit. Really? That's yeah, that you, could, you could take him out along with the lady holding the hot dog. Uh, next that's to that not, booth. that's not. Mo, don't listen to no, no, don't listen Those to people that. are not. They are just civilians, Mo. They're just regular people, Mo. They are a betting a terrorist organization. We're now. We are never going to be able to come to this dock again. We're not business owners. Listen, this is our dock. Yeah, do you have enough men to fight them? They got like 18 million men down there, probably. Oh, you guys, Mo. Okay, I know that one. That dock over there. I saw him crush a straw with his bare hands, Crust. I saw him crush a skull with his bare hands. Can you crush a skull with your bare hands? You know what? What's the saying? Freedom doesn't die. Like. How's, how's the saying go? So you have freedom dying in silence? Uh, the way it works is that the tree of liberty on occasion needs to be refreshed with the blood of revolutionaries and tyrants. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. I think when Matt's yeah. thinking of his freedom died kicking and screaming. All right. All right. Abacus, I think freedom, we freedom. crazy. We should go find some other jobs or something. Like, I, I, I'm starting to lose my faith. They're just talking about killing people. I need well, money. Kill people, right? I need mean, a lot of money. So, say so. Uh, okay. If we're talking a lot of money. So at, at, at some point, like, uh, you guys all kind of feel a tugging at your legs, and then uh, I don't know which, which one of you actually wants to respond to the tugging, though. Okay, so I, I guess I guess for uh, for Mooch, it's actually probably close to your side. So Mooch, you see the tiniest goblin you've ever seen. Like, you're short, so this is a short goblin. So, yeah. Hot damn, you look like my, uh, my aunt. Like mosses, I got, I got an eighty-year-old goblin with a like hepatitis H or something. I don't know. So like I got, I got an idea. Sassafras, what's your idea? Oh, sassafras. I mean, they're having like a big thing, right? I mean, oh, I got two ideas, but one of them's just for me. Could I get a funnel cake, please? <laughs> the, the other idea, like I, I, I'm just a window polisher, but. So I don't know a whole lot about the world, but I'm I've been thinking while I've been polishing this window, right? That uh Which window? <laughs> the one window on there, there there was windows on your boat at one point. You guys just kinda of knocked them out. <laughs> I'm thinking like uh maybe you guys shouldn't fight them now, but like this is why don't you just ruin the party and show them that like you guys did it. So uh they think you're you're, you're big tough guys. What do, you, what do you mean by ruin? I, I mean, don't, I don't all know. of a sudden people started losing their heads in the middle of the party. I mean, again, what you're telling us to do is kill this old man Murray guy, blow up the party, cause a ton of collateral damage to their fleet, and then take over their territory while in their chaos of trying to rebuild their destroyed faction. I was, I was saying something to that degree, but yeah, that seems good. 
Yeah, it's a good idea, Sass. Perhaps it's a good idea. Also, yeah. no funnel cakes. You know what those do to you. What do they do to them? They make me happy. Sass yeah. <laughs> so, so surprise just looks at the skies and they make me happy. <laughs> Okay. Come here. Come to Uncle Stoops. Come here. Come here. Come here. Go, get us. Go get yourself a bucket. Yay! I got paid! No, he'll literally die. <laughs> jumps off the side of the boat and starts swimming to shore. You have a problem with that grandma, but you'll kill Sassafras? What's wrong with you? Sassafras is so small, though. Like You, you watch Sassafras swim to shore, and it's just watching like the slowest green dot you've seen approach. Time is death you're sick. You're a sick, sick goblin bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that, he just stole to his death. <laughs> 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 That's how I feel all the time. Crest is like, he's just like, Scooch talks nonsense. Crest talks absurdities. Like, he can't deal with it. You guys are, you guys are great. You're the perfect couple. It's peanut butter rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Alright, well, we need to find a new crew member. Oh, he's <laughs> gonna be back? <laughs> he's back in the die. I don't know what Christ is. so crazy. Oh, we'll kill him. He finds a force or he can call him a plan. Yeah, wait, you make it. You, you're the one that said that. I, I'll talk. You do the plan. I don't know. Hey, Dylan. I'd like to get in touch with the death cult here, because I think they'd be down on a plan for trashing a party and killing a whole bunch of people and fucking Galler. I mean, it's a whole bunch of people. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, you, can, you guys have contacts you can reach out. Don't forget, too, that you guys are literally contacts as a group with an anarchist. Yeah, let's talk to that guy, too. We're going to get in touch with the anarchist, and let's get in touch with the death cult and see if we can make something happen. Okay. So you're going to uh, Decker. He's the uh, group contact of your uh, smuggling oh, yeah, operation. Decker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to put... Travis is going to be up top of the Brotherhood. What's you guys going to be doing? This is still... Tech, this, is, this is basically the gathering information phase. You guys have a kind of vague idea of what you want to do, but right now you're trying to kind of solidify a plan before you enact it. I guess I'll go talk to Deckard. Alright, got Deckard. What are, what are, what's the team half doing? Uh, I'm gonna go talk to some of my old estranged dock, dock worker guys. See if I can get any information from them. Alright. Alright, Scooch, what you doing? I'm gonna go make some prostitutes. Alright. Alright. Nah, just gonna my prostitute friend. So let me get this straight before we break up. We're, okay, so we're going to fuck this party. That's right? basically the idea. And then we're going to try to take over their territory right after we fuck this party? I, th- I, think, I think the general idea is you guys are making such a scene that like the guild just no longer wants to occupy this territory and kind of like put some fear into them. Because right now they're just thinking they can totally roll all over you. Plus, in, in game terms, you guys actually kind of just need to capture some territory because right now you literally just have the layer. If you okay. if you if you capture a territory, that opens up the ability to like grab uh, informants later, side businesses, secret gates, stuff like that. Okay. All right, and we will pick up next episode with the party reaching out to their contacts. Hope you enjoyed it, and if you want to get some more content from us you can go to our youtube page by searching salt and sorcery or you can find us at twitch at salt in sorcery and if you really like our stuff maybe throw some bits or something we don't got like a patreon or ads or anything bye bye